morning and welcome to today's Almost Daily Devotional. We're continuing in the book of Acts. We're going to skip a little bit because the next two parts, the, the first, second half of uh, the first chapter and the first half of the second chapter, we'll be covering in worship later this month. Um, so we're going to skip to halfway through the second chapter, which is chapter two, starting with the 22nd verse. And it goes like this. Fellow Israelites, listen to these words. Jesus the Nazarene was a man whose credentials God proved to you through miracles, wonders, and signs, which God performed through him among you. You yourselves know this. In accordance with God's established plan and foreknowledge, he was betrayed. You, with the help of wicked men, had Jesus killed by nailing him to a cross. God raised him up. God freed him from death's dreadful grip, since it was impossible for death to hang on to him. David says about him, I foresaw that the Lord was always with me because he is at my right hand. I won't be shaken. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my body will live in hope because you won't abandon me to the grave, nor permit your Holy One to experience decay. You have shown me the paths of life. Your presence will fill me with happiness. Brothers and sisters, I can speak confidently about the patriarch David. He died and was buried and his tomb was with us to this very day. Because he was a prophet, he knew that God promised him with a solemn pledge to sit on one of his descendants on his throne. Having seen this beforehand, David spoke about the resurrection of Christ, that he wasn't abandoned to the grave, nor did his body experience decay. This Jesus God raised up. We are all witnesses to the fact. Now this is um, Peter's most famous sermon. He gave this sermon immediately after Pentecost. So he would have been in a room, excuse me, surrounded with fellow believers, with other Jews who um, were seeking to understand who God was, who God is in the world and how Jesus had changed that, that world. And so Jesus is, Jesus, Peter is preaching to people who um, are close to him in faith and in tradition and in belief systems. And so, um, it's important to keep that in mind when you read this. This text, this Peter sermon, has been used throughout the years as an excuse to, by Christians to persecute uh, Jewish people. Um, it's been a, a way we've validated, the people in our faith tradition validated um, cruelty uh, to them because it was their fault Jesus died. Jesus, you know, it was their fault that Jesus was hung on the cross. And it's important to know that, that Peter is not preaching against a different group. Peter is talking to people within his own faith tradition, people who share the same belief structure as him. And he's saying, look, this evidence is clear. This is Jesus based on our own scripture. Jesus is clearly the Messiah. I see the evidence here, 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 and here. Now it's often true that we are most cruel to the people who are closest to us, the people who believe closest to us. We have an ability to be tolerant of people of different faith traditions that are completely different from us. Uh, we don't get as riled up about people who are uh, far away in their beliefs from where we are. We don't get as riled up about that, but we get really angry and upset with people who are close to us, who we feel like should see the, see the things the same way we see things. I mean, the evidence is clear to us. This is obvious how you should read this passage, right? This is obvious how you should understand this. And so we get crazy, we get angry, we get um, so hateful towards one another. It happens between different churches in the same 
denomination. It happens between denominations. It happens within churches, between different groups, that the closer people are to us in tradition and, and in faith and in belief structure, the angrier we tend to get with them when they don't agree with us. Peter here is, is laying bare that truth, that if it's obvious to us, and you believe the same thing that I believe because we're in the same church, then it should be obvious to you too. And I don't know that that's always necessarily true because we come to the Bible, we come to our beliefs, we come to our structure with different experiences, with different attitudes, with different ways of perceiving the world. It's not the same, but it's similar to our different preferences for music, different preferences for TV shows, different preferences for sports teams. It's it's part of who we are and how we interpret the Bible. And so instead of getting angry, maybe we need to adopt an attitude of listening and respect and hearing how this other person is coming to the scripture.